come and talk to me. I really wanna. I really wanna know your name. Come and talk to me. I really wanna know you, girl. I really wanna know your name. I just, I just really think you just want this to be like a singing podcast because the way you <laughs> like have your hand wrapped around this mic, like this is karaoke night, like <laughs> it baffles I, me. I love a good song. I, I see. I love a good song. You, you, nobody's ever handed you a mic before, huh? No, I'm always on the mic. I, I actually always have the mic, but I'm always singing when I have the mic. What? Uh, huh? I always have the mic. When? Like all the time at work, I always have the mic. I'm always, I'm always the MC. You got a bullhorn or you got an yeah. actual mic? I got a bullhorn. I got a, <laughs> I got a mic when I'm in auditorium. I got a, you know, if I need a mic, I can plug up a mic and talk to the children. To the, you be talking to the children? <laughs> yeah, sometimes on the mic. Wow. On the bullhorn. Okay. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> now. Uh, hola, Jim. <laughs> Hola, Jim. They, they love that. They love that. Kim loves that. I love that. That's yes. what they call Kim at um, her elementary school. Because you're a, um, uh, well, how they would t- you're a, a teacher of the physical education <laughs> of arts that allows kids to prosper through exercise. Yes, yes. Correct? Yes. I am the introduction mm. of exercise mm. to the youth. To in, the youth, uh, yeah. It's Dallas such a, Independent School such District. Such a valuable, like, I am so important. They have job. no idea. They have mm-hmm. no idea. I'm so important that they don't even value me, tell which is great them, because that's what they do with tell most them how, Tell them how, uh, when I saw you, you said, what about, what about parents? We watch our kids all day or something like that. Oh. What, what did you say about them? <laughs> yeah, their parents had these kids can't wait till they go to pre-K. Get them out. <laughs> we watch people kids all day. Uh, we have your kid more than you. <laughs> all day. All day for eight Monday hours. Monday through Friday. For eight hours. Eight hours. You get your kids for 48 hours. <laughs> I'm about to start being asked to put some of these kids on my taxes. I see them so much. Like, they ain't here too much. I love that you're a elementary school teacher and you're like you you know if if y'all know kim coach kim she tatted up from the from well neck, neck down. down neck yeah. down now i feel she, she might get a hair tattoo <laughs> she might do that whatever but um she teaches our youth well yes coaches introduce our youth. exercise they- to the youth okay i introduce that exercise to the youth so okay, let's talk about it. What did you guys do? Thanksgiving just passed. What did you guys do um for the children? Well, we had uh a turkey trot, mm-hmm. which is a, a thing that they do on a national level for the YMCA and we just kinda kinda copied it and, and had a mini one for our kids and we built the whole track in the school, well, outside the school, right. uh, with some bamboo and some right. yarn and some, some right. great educators came together and made finish lines yeah. and balloons and decorated real nice and turkeyish. We made medals. Um, yeah, we let the kids race mm-hmm. and run and walk and some only a few of them raced, but we gave out medals and they just had a good time. Right. I, so y'all, I like the way that y'all introduced, like, or encouraged kids to participate in some type of running some yeah. type of like running competition or walking competition whatever because um, on a greater scale we did the turkey trot 
if anybody saw uh, for Thanksgiving, I was um, fortunately here in Dallas um, because I'm not from here. I'm from the boot. And unnecessary information. But I was able to run the uh, 5K with Kim. That was my first competition run ever in life. I've always wanted to do one, and I'm glad I was able to do one. So the turkey trot was cool. It was like a, a real dope vibe, like running through Dallas. That was that was dope. Yeah, you were in the streets, like right. literally right. in the streets. And then you, like, zoom in between people. So it was really dope. I, I truly enjoyed it. So how was your Thanksgiving? I mean, I know the morning I, we was together. It was great. Man, it was a vibe. Um, I ended up going back to, to uh, old hood, and uh, it was great. I'm so glad that I, I did that. I'm so glad that I was back in a place where I grew up, back to my roots and, you know, with my family, uh, my sister and my mom and my nephews and just being able to, to vibe with them right. in, a, in a thankful manner. It was really cool, really humbling mm-hmm. to see where, you know, I came from and how, how far I've come and how much further I have to go. But mm-hmm. also those people that are still there that are my family i gotta make sure that i, I make time to to meet them where they're at right because believe it or not they happy mm-hmm. you know and so i gotta meet them there and be happy with them so it was good right that's dope i'm glad you gonna ask me how, how was your thanksgiving you, you, you didn't care it doesn't no, matter you, did, you didn't it's care it's not that i didn't care i, I actually wanted to swallow that's what I wanted to do. She, listen, I this is how to swallow. And she lied. How was she your Thanksgiving? Um, it, it started off how great. Was your Thanksgiving away from home. Oh, I know it's one of the few I've ever had in my life. It was probably the second time I've ever been, um, not in Louisiana, not with my family on Thanksgiving. Um, it was cool. I mean, I still have some family out here, so um, after the race, you know, I hung out with my dog. His name is Sage. He's so amazing. That's and my then, nephew. Right. And then um, I kicked it with the family, you know, and it was really dope. It was really dope to, like, hang out with the family, went by a friend and they, like, and their family. And it was it was just dope to just be in some good energy and good vibes, right? It's a good Thanksgiving. And so it was just a dope. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was, like, good energy. I like good energy. Um, so I was... Some part of me wish I was with my family, but I mean, I wasn't with my family in Dallas, but my immediate family in Louisiana. Um, but still, to nothing to say, say the least, like it was cool. It yeah. was cool. It's not like home, but it was cool. Yeah. Well, speaking to our audience, our athletes, our parents, our coaches, our trainers, we know that uh, Thanksgiving is a holiday that runs right through basketball season. And at, you know, the higher level you go up and you play basketball, the more holidays you lose with your family. Uh, And so Thanksgiving is definitely one of those that I believe, luckily enough, Tennessee State loved me enough where my senior year we flew the whole team down here to Dallas, Texas, played in a tournament at SMU. And I was able to have Thanksgiving with my family in Dallas and with my Tennessee State team. So that was pretty cool. But that was probably the first Thanksgiving at home for about four, maybe 
Yeah, maybe five years. Because even in high school, we we went to Waco to a tournament during Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's just a holiday that you almost sacrifice. So mm-hmm. now being an adult, it's cool to be able to go back and have Thanksgiving with our family. Yeah, and you know what also is dope about Thanksgiving and being a um, not being a coach? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that you ain't got to plan, prep, or do nothing. You know what I'm saying? You also, as a coach, get time away from your family. And that's the difference between being a coach and an official. And so today we just want to discuss the truth about officiating. The truth. The truth. Dun, dun, dun. dun, dun. dun. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't plan it. <laughs> At all. Um, and so I think that there is um, a, a, a truth within the landscape of of officiating. Um, I think that it gets a bad rap. I think that um, you don't know till you try it. Like, your job is to show up, officiate, and leave. Their job, well, and you know, get better. But their job, coaches. You got to prep, plan, then cater. Prep, plan, cater. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. And so it's a lot. It's a lot. It's all a repetitive cycle. So you taking the game home. You taking player issues with players, issues with your coaching staff. Like you taking it all home. Players. You you taking um your negative stats home. You take you everybody. Yeah, every game too. Every game. I mean, and I was a coach. Well, I I still am a coach, but mm-hmm. I started coaching first. Mm-hmm. And I always say. If I would have started officiating first, I would have never coached. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> you you get to impact and grow the game, but also be detached from yeah. the game. And so it's it's a different it's a different love. It's a different it's a different performance than mm-hmm. it is coaching. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's gonna make me a better coach being an official, but if I would have did it the other way, mm-hmm. I would have never been Coach Kim. Mm. Dang. Yeah. I introduced you to th- this life like that. Like that? Like that. Just like that. Eee, I didn't expect it. I mean, I mean, we grow up. Come on, we grow up. We grow up. <laughs> <laughs> we do grow up. <laughs> we, we grow we up. We grow up. We don't get caught up in, you know, titles and things of that nature. Right. That, you know, these these districts, these mm-hmm. ISDs will have you mm, shook believing that you are somebody. Or not. <laughs> or not. <laughs> um, but you start to realize that all the somebodies I know are getting paid for being somebody. Get paid. You yes. Know? Hey, we get into the bag. And mm-hmm. officiating is one of those things that you didn't. I never thought that mm-hmm. it was. That, that it was a bag. Mm-hmm. You know, but it is. Why you think so? they just put up with y'all? Well, I mean, you're on this side now, but now I know. Yeah, but I, I know why it doesn't bother a lot of officials oh because no. my check is still on the way. It's on the way. It doesn't matter at all. And and if you scratch me, guess what? They got more games. It's so many games. But it's you, not enough of us. Like and so, but we we grow up hating officials. Mm, you know, because we always with, think that they're against us with bad coaching. Mm-hmm, you bad get, coaching games that are blamed on officials yeah so bad performance by players yes bad unsatisfactory coaching Mm -hmm. and then together we blame the officials Mm -hmm. so imagine doing that for you know eight nine years 
you don't like officials so you don't want to become one you don't even want to think about it it's the lack of accountability for me that part you know what i'm saying it's the lack of like you 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 prep plan and what cater and you can't see through your product no at and all you, you see and then no you, wrong and that then, you do at, at all right not, not the adjustment and you then miss coach. You, you know what i mean while we on it we might as well just talk not about the layup, it. what i coach. don't like i don't like is that you'll plan something because you because because or I'm, I'm i'm sorry you get you know that you're losing coaches okay and then you feel like you have to show some type of pride or some type of um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm protecting my girls to get a tech to show that you care. And I don't think that that's a you know how some coaches like they get they losing. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they, it, they blame it on the officials and they'll 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 go get the tech mm-hmm. because they want to look like like we're cheating them. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I, that's one of the one nuances of, of officiating that I don't respect with coaches. Take your butt whipping and go home, go, Roger. Go all the way home. I mean, I think it, it speaks to your preparation. If I can make one call that derails your whole plan. If my <laughs> one call, my one travel that I called or my one foul that I called or the foul that I missed or whatever, if that one thing can just change the whole plan, you didn't have a plan in the beginning. Yeah, they didn't have a plan. You you had nothing. Mm-hmm. And w- what, I, what I, you know, with UIL in high school, I can say that these coaches are a bit better. Mm-hmm. than the summer league or the AU or the rec league. Um, what I can't respect is when you allow good players to be bad players on the court mm-hmm. and you say nothing. Mm-hmm. So this kid can just push a kid down. I call it intentional. You don't get on to him about nothing, right? Mm-hmm. You say nothing to him. Hey, coach, what did he do? He literally just pushed him with two extended arms you say nothing Mm -hmm. but then soon as I miss a call Mm -hmm. or make a call that Mm -hmm. you don't agree with you want to give me everything Mm -hmm. all the antics all the words Mm -hmm. all the correction Mm -hmm. you ready for it all but you allow this kid to just do whatever right I think a lot of the times in officiating you got to be like it's not about me (laughs) you know like, yeah. like in your head, you got to be like, because they barking, right? Right. It's not about me. You mad because you're losing. You mad because your players can't, they don't listen to you. You know, you're, you're frustrated. You ain't you're, mad at me, you mad at them. Right, you frustrated because you can't articulate to your team what you need them to, to get to Ooh. and to do. That's why you're frustrated, but you're not frustrated at me. So I give you grace, right? So I could be like, hey, do you have a question? Do, does your assistant have a question? Because if you don't have a question... Then I don't answer statements. That's my favorite thing to say. <laughs> I think I just learned that this year. What? Uh, do you have a question? Mm-hmm. I love it because it really just shuts a coach up because they don't. They yeah. don't have a question. Yeah. They just want to vent and yeah. complain yeah. and but just talk. I'm but not your therapist. They don't have none of that. I'm and not. you know what? <laughs> and I will like just look at you and just let you talk mm. and then just run the other way. No, nope. like, uh-uh. I don't even. Uh, do you have a question? Well, I, I, it that's do you have a question? I know I don't have a question. Okay then, 
let me go. I have to officiate this game. If you don't have a question. Um, I think for, so I started officiating in college. A lot of you know, but now that this is my fourth season and, you know, I'm doing higher level varsity basketball, it's such like, like when we're in season, like now, um, it's so different than when I went back and did like select basketball. You, like it, like the language is different. Like the things that officials allow and the pay they allow um, for these high profile tournaments is ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because we should, as a as a standard, as officials, never accept fans, players, or coaches, assistant coaches at that to talk to us any kind of way. Oh no, they gotta go, they gotta go, they gotta go. And if they don't go, I'ma go. I'm still getting paid because guess what? This game ain't nothing to me. That's true. I mean, I think I was officiating with uh, one of my favorite partners and he's like that. Mm -hmm. He is adamant about, we not about to get out of hands. Fans, Mm -hmm. you not about to talk to me crazy Mm -hmm. from the sideline. Nope. Coaches, you not about to talk to me crazy. from Kids, you not, and he is ready to, put somebody out exactly. and you know we were officiating one game and uh the assigner was like you know calm down calm down and you know he was kind of upset that he was being asked to calm down because mm-hmm. he's an authority at this game or whatever and he was like all right i'm gonna calm down and we talked about it later and i was like no don't calm down mm-hmm. i said you are creating a culture mm-hmm. you are shifting things by mm-hmm making them Mm -hmm. respect Mm -hmm. and honor the game. Mm -hmm. None of this should be allowed. At at no point should you be allowed to to speak to any person the way that people, fans speak to refs, the way that coaches speak to refs. It should be automatic that you out after saying something crazy, some of the crazy things that they say. Mm -hmm. Like, we shouldn't be just sitting around having to listen to that the whole game. And then you mad about the call I miss, mm-hmm. but you over here almost talking about my mama. Right. So Right. Like, <laughs> like I'm not a child of God. Like, what What you mean? What, what, you can't, like, first of all, you can, Come on, can, you, ima- God. can you imagine the day I have sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Prior to me getting to a, a, a job, I mean, mm-hmm. or, you know, a game. And so I have to get my stuff together just like everyone else and um and perform right right but you don't know what kind of day i had i don't know what kind of day you had so that means you can't talk to me crazy because there's sometimes that i pop off you because you got to because they gotta know they gotta respect you you know what i'm saying i remember i mean and it doesn't really matter what kind of day everybody had Mm -hmm. i am at work Mm mm-hmm I don't come to your job mm-hmm. and yell at you about what you do. Right. Whatever that is that you do. Right. You know, I'm not sending you emails in all caps. Why are you out here you know, yelling at me right. in all caps? Right. I'm not giving you a synopsis at the end of each quarter about how you can improve. At all. I'm, I'm not, not questioning the play you ran because I didn't think it was a good one. Right. At, at your timeout. Or that. Because, you know, they'll take, a time, they'll take a timeout to try to talk to you. Sir, don't burn one for me. Facts. I mean, I tweeted, the more time you spend talking to the ref, the less time you have to coach your team. Yes. And that is the only thing you can control is your team, hopefully. Your team. 
You can't go. control the rest. You talking to me ain't gonna change nothing. Facts. Nothing. Right. Especially right. if you you talking to me, right. me the way that you know most coaches like to approach refs, especially male coaches to female refs. I don't like. I don't approach me. Don't approach me. Like don't like. Um, don't walk towards me. You know what I'm saying? Cause cause then I feel threatened, right? Because you don't have cause what you don't have to walk. You could call me over. You know what I'm saying? Hey, can you come here? Cause you can't walk. But your six foot box. You know what I'm saying? And so, or it's longer than that. But um, but the truth about officiating is that the money's good. The money's good. We get it's paid. It's a good profession. Regardless of the outcome of the game. So let me let me say this again. We get paid regardless of the outcome of the game. So the importance of who wins the game doesn't really matter to us, and that's why we officiate the game. Because the winner or the outcome of the game has nothing to do with me getting a check. I don't care I don't who wins. Ca- I don't care. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm not going, ooh, I, I want red to win. <laughs> you I know what I'm saying? I don't care who wins. Um, the money's good. Uh, I think that there is uh, light in being a positive role model to the women's side of the game because when they see every time I walk into a middle school for sure, that's where you, the influence is happening right now. I stay saying it's at the, the bottom. The, the influence is at the bottom. It's at the beginning. I mean, the yes, yes. Okay. I agree with you. Okay, I'm I just said sure. that, just we that, just, that we couldn't just we couldn't just act on that today. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we can, but it doesn't impact it today. In in today. Well, if we're talking about seeds. Then I'm, I'm not saying it's not a seed, Kim, before okay. you go down that road. I was about to. I'm saying that Ooh, y'all. I'm saying that we can't ch- change it right now. This is this is going to alter it. No, that's a that takes time. That takes a tenure. That takes, you know, some some developing. And so um, I think that being a positive role model and walking in these middle schools and they be like, she's so pretty. I get I, I be like, it's like a fashion show when I walk in. Right. Of they, be, <laughs> they be like, they, they be like, oh, my God, you are ref. Yes, girl, I'm your ref. You want to have a good time? Like most of the most of the middle schools are cool. And then also doing these girls games they like seeing it and when they could come talk to you like like ref like what's up i'm like hey listen he will call a tech on you i told one girl that uh last friday i was like don't do that again he gonna call the tech on you i'm like but he will okay so he didn't see you but i'm warning you i'm helping you out right okay listen (laughs) right (laughs) don't get out of body you they need you right (laughs) don't cut up down right exactly because um, Be quick with the trigger. I, staying in shape and um, personal development is by far the greatest assets to becoming an official because it provides you with patience. For sure. Patience and understanding perspective, right? Because and angles. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And judgment. And judgment because it's instantaneous. You only have a second, maybe two. You know, but it's not like football where you could just throw a flag or, you know, make a call later or, you know, we and there's no instant replay, especially at the level that we're doing it. And so you just have to. That's why I think the community has to learn how to extend, um, get, eradicate perfectionism. 
because Ooh, eradicate because as officials we're not going to get everything right because we're making instantaneous calls yes you know what i'm saying yeah, that, we have to slow valid. our mind down slow the game down now now i'll ask you this going from doing like middle school whatever and then doing three person doing two person right mm-hmm. your first year to doing three person and the speed your eyes had to be faster right literally way faster your eyes have to be your eyes have to be way faster but your reaction mm-hmm. has to be slower yes especially if you if you're doing boys yes because you have to see the the play from start develop mm-hmm. then finish mm-hmm. and so you your call is in the finish mm-hmm. not necessarily in the develop or mm-hmm. in the the start mm-hmm. then that judgment can be based off of was there an advantage received right. or not right. like and so all of this you mm-hmm. have to like you say instantaneously make a decision mm-hmm. and you know that decision could could be taking the ball away or giving right. the ball away or giving shots or not and so it is it 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 is definitely something that i think the more people officiate the more grace they give officials because you understand that this isn't easy at all but guess like it's and it's also and what i mean by that is angles is um i don't i don't think if you consider yourself a good coach you should you should definitely no primary coverage area pca and why that's important into who you talking to and why you talking to them exactly and so there are coaches that know that because they might have officiated or whatever and those are good coaches but if you consider yourself a good coach go look at the two-person mechanics in their pca and so and the three-person mechanics in their pca and so i agree i think that knowing the PCA is very important mm-hmm. for the coach because when calls are made or mm-hmm. not made, oftentimes you talk to the person that's the closest to you. Yes. And that's not normally mm-hmm. the PCA of that person. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on the official side, getting on us officials is we have to stay within our PCA mm-hmm. to prevent mm-hmm. conflict with coaches sometimes mm-hmm. because if this is my PCA, I'm looking at it Mm -hmm. and I make or don't make a call Mm -hmm. and you jump into my PCA to make a call, Mm -hmm. then now we can't go back and say, well, coach, that wasn't in my PCA. Mm -hmm. Well, it it don't matter in this game because John over here just made a call in your PCA. Mm -hmm. So what does that have to do with, you know, the calls being made or not? And so I think, yes, coaches need to know what that is. Also officials, we have to know, well, we know what it is, but we have to be slow on the trigger to to jump into someone else's PCA so we don't create that type of conflict to make us look like we're mm-hmm. not on the same page. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's I think it's very important for that 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 you understand what officiating is and then you'll then or 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 maybe I'm saying is you should understand it enough as a coach to have some type of language to communicate with the officials when things are aren't going your way and so you got to know what you're talking about 
because that's why a lot of you get ignored because you don't know what you're talking about. And your language is off. Your language is off. And so, um, but, but, but this is for our officials and we know this. And so, or the potential ones, we know this, the, the potential, um, kids that want that that see us doing this and see how cool we are and what we how we dress and how down to earth we are and how they can approach us um and we inspire them to become officials um because they love the game and that's that's the number one reason why um officiating this game is just so dope because we have this space to be inside be on the court inside the lines mm-hmm. right we are involved with this game we are part of the court we are we are a part of the court um and that's a rule y'all so everywhere that i am the ball is either live or it's dead depending on where i am um if that's it hit a me. bar <laughs> wherever i am the ball is either live or it's dead right depending on where i am <laughs> depending on where i am um and i think that as an official we we have found a way or i let me say this as an official i found a way to just be engulfed in the game and just love the you know the sets ran or like a um a last minute three hit or a play that actually goes through you know i really love the women's game as an official like i love the only part is i wish my jacket fit like tighter but other than that like wow <laughs> the jacket uh, that yeah. you don't officiate in. Nah, but we wear it. I've been we've been wearing them, so yeah. I don't like the way it fits. It's not cool, cool. Wow, guys. I need it to be cool. Mm. Okay, that went left. Well, I'm just saying, just need to be swaggy. Well, I mean, swaggy. I I won't even get into the coins because mm-hmm. um, you won't or you I I want to. Oh, you get want to into the coins. Um, so I started officiating two years ago. I was introduced to officiating, um, by my best friend who's on the other side of this mic. Mm, And, uh, she actually told me about a year before I actually decided (laughs) to do it. And I was like, ah, nah, I don't want to be official. You know, I'm good on it. Then eventually I did it and I did it for coin reasons in Mm -hmm. the beginning, because, you know, with the pandemic and all of that. You have, I had multiple jobs, but they involved in-person activities Mm -hmm. that were being canceled or being limited. And Mm -hmm. so um, I wanted another side hustle that was in alignment with what I was already doing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I looked into officiating after she mentioned it maybe the 12th time. (laughs) And um, I started. And What I used to tell you, what I used to tell you about coaching. What what did you tell you? She used to tell me coaches don't make no money. And straight up, I am here to tell you, you don't, you don't. <laughs> and, and it's, I mean, time over money, <laughs> it, it's even more like right. your time bank is so empty and your real bank empty. It just don't add up all the time. But anywho, so I started and it's been great. And I'm, I'm like you, like I really enjoy watching the game from the officiating perspective because you do, you get to see it all develop. You get to see you know, teams fight back. You get to see teams lose the lead. Mm-hmm. You get to see execution. You get to see kids not execute. You know, you get to see good coaching, bad coaching. So it's all the aspects of the game that I get to see. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm paid to yeah. see them. I also, you know, as an AAU program director, I get to recruit live 
So I don't have to have a tryout. Why? Because I've seen enough basketball throughout the city to see what's out there and what's not. Yeah. You know, and I get to invite people to workouts instead of having like a traditional tryout. Because I right. don't I don't need you to come show me in some drills. Right. You know, I get to see you play live. And so it's definitely a huge benefit. But if we're talking about coins, we're talking about moving up the ladder. We're talking about things that aren't taught to our young athletes out here in urban communities it's not the the pay for officials let's just start at the nba so an nba salary for official Mm -hmm. is anywhere between 180k to 550k Mm -hmm. now these numbers were were back in 2020 and you know we going into 22 so we know that that's more Mm -hmm. but nobody's talking to young urban kids about being an official with that possibility how many kids got dreams of going to the nba that that are not gonna make it and we don't know you know but what type of backup plan is that Mm -hmm. it's a huge backup plan not Mm -hmm. being a doctor not being a lawyer Mm -hmm. not being a dentist not being a a referee be a referee like referee you love the game love the game be a referee get paid from the game Make the game pay you. Exactly. You have to make the game pay you. The WNBA, $2,000 a game? Some players. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, two you know, Gs a night? Right. And they yearly salary, you know, around 100, 100K to 150 And it's the summer. Mm. It's four months. It's the summer. You could do that. You a teacher. If you a, te- if you a teacher. I am and a teacher. And a, if you become a WNBA official. When? I'm sorry. I didn't know if that was an, a dream for you. <laughs> I need to get to the top. Um, okay. I, I'm just saying, if you uh, teaching and you off them, them the months anyway. I'm off that whole time. I'm just off. Mm. Just off. Mm. Off two, and two available. Game. You know what <laughs> two I'm saying? A game. I only need to do a couple. She. You know what I'm saying? Even in college. In college, we talking about. 25 mm. you know to three racks depending on what division you right. know of course those bigger conferences pay more mm-hmm. but the income mm-hmm. at officiating that don't income. be confused the officials income. are getting paid we are getting paid and not by paid by who wins it doesn't matter who wins that check is gonna be the check mm-hmm. the check is gonna be the check yes but officials are getting paid yes and so don't be confused don't hate the officials right learn the game yeah learn the grace from the officials and it's a great it's a great fallback plan every kid that is in my program will learn about officiating they will be introduced to it because it's no reason why you not making money from the game you know what and that's that's probably our job and our mission is to is to i love you know i go to transformation church and they say reverse the curse right and so the curse about black wall street and so they have put a church there to reverse the curse and it's now a big church anyways that was sidebar but now i feel like we have to um move us forward in in where being an official is also just as cool or just as sought out sought after as being a coach in our game you know why because um you love the game but maybe you can't commit to 10 people maybe you can't handle uh 15 personalities 12 personalities right but maybe you can manage two coaches you know what i'm saying maybe 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 you can manage two coaches a clock the game you already know because you know you have the um the uh your body has the uh what's the word 
your body remembers your muscle body memory. has mu- the muscle memory that's what i was going to say um and so it it just allows you to to just be a part of the game still and i want to i can we can't stress enough like kids seeing us and kids being around and if you create the environment that where you respect the refs you know what i'm saying you respect the officials in your life because granted we walking as coaches they gonna respect us we walking as uh, as officials that respect still that respect dwindles it does it doesn't matter if they even know us or not it's it's this it's this perfectionism it's the uniform it's the it's the only job that everybody finds a way to um nitpick i wouldn't say it's the only but it's 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 one that is on a stage where it's okay it's it's a part of our culture mm-hmm. to talk to the refs crazy. Mm-hmm. It it really is, and it's like in no other profession that I know of where performance is happening. Mm-hmm. Like you can go to a a a, a gymnastics competition, mm-hmm. and there are people that are judging things. Mm-hmm. They not getting talked to crazy. Mm-hmm. If they say, "Oh, she stepped out of bounds," or she didn't make the mm-hmm. the double back handstand whatever mm-hmm. nobody's talking to them crazy mm-hmm. but in in sports in athletics and especially in basketball because most of the arenas are small enough for you to hear um fans and coaches it's unreal right but we do we do have to reverse the curse and i think that showing up to middle schools being your true self right uh not being a cookie cutter in a box type person um is a great thing for the game right. and a great thing for the for the girls game yeah. in particular because right. i think the more we develop that game the more we are closer to you know purpose right i agree i think i think to leave us um we have to remember that there are other avenues to stay a part of the game and this is one way to be the center of the impact of this game and so we have to I I want us all to realize that like officiating has to happen we have to be there for this game to be legal right right and so if it's it's not you it's not certified if if there's no officials there and so if the officials are so important and why wouldn't you want to win within the rules why would you want to win without officials because some people don't some people don't some people just they don't understand that they don't understand the level the impact of the of of what having an official there does it makes it official Mm -hmm. like a referee whistle It, it literally makes it official like you this isn't pickup and i think that we we have to separate those two Mm-hmm. Because pickup rules in officiated basketball games are totally different. Mm-hmm. And so we can't you can't take official games to pick up and you can't take pickup rules to to games. And I don't know why why you would want to be a winner of a non officiated basketball game if you're a coach. Now as a as a player, I get it. Pickup mm-hmm. is fun, it's great. But as a coach I don't want to coach a game without an official there. For yeah. what? Right. Nah, I got to call calls. Right. Nah, I'm I got not trying or, to watch all no, of that. No. Absolutely not. 
I think the impact that officials have is greater or, you know, um, than a lot of, uh, than our communi- community lets on it on to be. You know what I'm saying? And so I think there's a lot of us that need to go come to this side because it just provides perspective on the game it provides you different angles to look at the game it makes you a better coach if that's what you want to go back and do if you're playing it makes you a better player and I would encourage all of our you know what and to to close this out I think we need to do a better job as officials at recruiting other officials and that's why me and you have this show um to show that you know you could be dynamic in the the scope of basketball and do a bunch of different things, coaching, life coaching, all of that, right? Owning AAU programs. Um, and um, But being an official, like, you have to see the importance in bringing somebody else up and taking somebody else with you. So, I mean, this is a real-life example, you know? I, I told Kim about this a thousand times, and she never listened to me. I tell everybody. Don't I tell yeah, everybody? You do tell every everybody. Year, I, every year, I'm like, you should be an official you shouldn't let me know what you need and people and you know what I've had more people hit me up with like you know what the link is or whatever so I think that it and the money is there and I say that like the money is there all you got to do is just ask just ask because I'm already I'm already telling y'all listen don't be a coach just don't be a coach for a summer and be an official for a summer and watch when they hand you cash money after you finish or before? It's different. So, listen, we getting paid before y'all game. So you think we actually care about who win this game? That's, it, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter. And so for officials, if you're not going to do it, I'm sure going to do it. Because I know that the money is great. The environment, some it, it needs improvement. But it also needs us. And so it needs us women, black officials. You know, uh, we are 75% of all black all 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 um basketball for sure (laughs) right we are we make up 75 percent of the um community community and so if we do we need representation you need to show up you know especially the ones that critique it the most need to show up and see what it's like because those that's that have the perspective and critique you the most then they get out there and they do it they either become better better coaches or they love the game from this perspective and so um, I would encourage all of us, uh, those who want to be officials, let us know and we can help you find a chapter where you're located because um, chapter ball is just different. Chapter ball is just – chapter ball money, different than, you know, select basketball money. Right. That's <laughs> why I'd be like, I don't have to deal with this. I don't have to deal with the crowd. I don't have to deal with the, the co- extra coaching staff. I don't have to deal with none of that, players, because guess what, at a chapter game, what the admin at? Get them, her, her, him, and her. They all got to go. You, 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 you. Mm-hmm. Exit. How you want to close this? Go ahead, Kim. You have anything to say to the people? Respect the officials. Yes. Um, just respect them. Respect mm-hmm. all of them. The females, the males, the white ones, the black ones. Mm-hmm. Respect them all because they deserve it. Um, and if you want to know more about officiating... Like Coach D said, reach out. If you're serious about it, reach out uh, because we need more female black officials. We need more officials in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we calling y'all out, sis. Yeah. You know, y'all want to yell in the stands and talk about this and that. Come put this black and white on. Mm-hmm. Put this whistle on. Mm-hmm. 
and we're gonna see right how your attitude change yeah we right. shifting the culture parents fans get it together all that unnecessary talking and yelling and in disrespect and the verbal abuse that y'all do to officials mm-hmm. it's not okay we calling you out right. administrators we're gonna make you do your job you're mm-hmm. not just gonna be there in your office come on out because you got to get her 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 and him mm-hmm. and they got to go and, and the game will not resume until they leave and so exactly. yeah we we shift in the culture mm-hmm. it's gonna be a change coaches come with questions not complaints because mm. we're not gonna be responding to to all them complaints you guys are making. If you mm-hmm. have a question, ask your question. We will communicate the rules effectively. But if you're not asking, we ain't talking. Right. Well, you have it from Coach Kim and Coach D. Remember, do your job and let others do theirs. If your job is to participate, participate. If your job is to enjoy the entertainment, enjoy the entertainment. And if your job is to officiate, officiate the game according to the rules. Well, this episode was brought to you by the Content Crib. Content Crib. So dope. It's a good energy, good vibe. Um, the vibe box. The, vi- the vibe box. The vibe box. <laughs> All right. Peace, y'all. We'll see y'all later.